Besides one and all, I don't know when this is, where this is. What are we doing here? Who am I? Where am I? What is this? I don't know. Are you asking me for an answer here? Yeah, it was kind of, actually. Um, this is... You know, we got... If you listen to the uh, best of and worst of podcast this year... Well, you've listened to the best of podcasts by now, hopefully, all yeah. six hours of that nonsense. Uh, over at ProWrestling.cool. <laughs> hey, yeah, by the way, this is a ProWrestling.cool podcast. I'm your host, John Gabrecki-Maxwell, joined by Oscar Bernard. Hey, John. It's the new year, Oscar. It's 2020. You know, yeah. I've been asleep for a while, so I kind of forgot how to podcast, honestly. It's We're not okay, cutting I- that. It's okay. This is an episode that I think no one's listening to, so who knows? Maybe I'll try leading it for once. And... Or maybe everybody's listening to it is the problem. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, you know... We are you... the first podcast of the new year, so who knows? No, that's that part two. Kate went out on the first. It's just... <laughs> uh, but if you listen to... The first to... new podcast of the new year. Come on. If you listen to uh, part two of uh, our best of you and I got called out on something yeah should I maybe do like a previously on pro wrestling dot cool thing and have have the splice into the part where Trace basically said that we don't watch New Japan yeah I think that'll work well maybe I'll do that maybe I did that already or maybe I didn't who knows <laughs> but we I'm got- gonna lean towards I probably didn't we got called out on the fact that we don't watch much New Japan. And, yes, it is true. I do I do follow, like, the big events, but, like, I don't typically watch things unless I hear there's something really good. Although I did watch, like, basically every every main block match of the G1 this year. So Yeah, like, as, as, as I said on those shows, my experience really this year, or in 2019 with New Japan, was, yeah, I watched the shit that was up for match of the year. Like, yeah, I, I watched definitely... the stuff that we nominated because, yo, I don't have time for this shit, but we've made time for this shit, I think. Yeah, like, I definitely uh, I definitely follow what's going on. I, I know definitely some of the storylines and a bunch of the players in there. But I'm I'm more of a Fairweather fan, definitely. Like, I, put, I nominated a lot of the matches that were on there. But also, you know, I don't really... In depth, follow the storylines or anything that's going on aside from like a few people that I really like, like say a Zack Saber Jr. or a Tai Chi. So I think I think the main goal we had this year was um, when Best of 2020 comes around, and we don't think that some flippy New Japan guy should be male wrestler of the year. Whatever do you mean, Oscar? You know, if we want to nominate, if we want to, if we think the male rest of the year should be someone that's more of a promo guy, <laughs> who maybe doesn't <laughs> wrestle in Japan all that much, this way, this way, we'll be able to definitively say, no, we watched all that shit. Oscar. John. This is the Idiot's Guide to New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 14. And we're your idiots. <laughs> Hi, I'm Oscar. I'm John. 
That was a long intro. It sure was. It's Look, good thing, it's a good thing the other people on this site don't know we're recording this. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a real surprise to them and everyone when we put it out. Uh, so that's cool. Actually, I think uh, Trace has some idea of, of what we're doing. Fair enough. Owen, though, oh, he's fucked. I haven't talked to anyone. I'm, I'm, I was watching a movie today, and I've been working. Oscar, before we get into this, let's let's truly bullshit some more here. How's your new year been? Like, as, as we said before, this is the first ever uh, Pro Wrestling.Cool podcast of the new year. And my, my new year was a lot quieter than I was anticipating, but honestly, I'm kind of okay with that. That's good. Oscar, John. I, I want to talk to you about something, because let's be honest, there are only two things I want to talk to you about. It's Todd Chrisley and this other subject, how's your Sonic 2K6 going? I need to get back into Sonic 2. I haven't played since um, before Christmas, because I've been busy. Don't hate yourself enough. I get it. I work retail. No, I work retail. I hate myself a lot, and I just had to work the Christmas season. Ah. I think I hate myself too much for Sonic 06. That says a lot, honestly. I mean, this is Sonic 06 we're talking about. You know, look, trying to be happy on uh, Boxing Day when you work in retail, it's no use. <laughs> this will end this. <laughs> I wish it would end it. I, I actually, I guess you guys don't have Boxing Day in America. This probably makes no sense to anyone listening to this show. Yeah, not really. Boxing Day for us is just, oh, I have to go to work today. Uh, Boxing Day is to Canada what Black Friday is to America. Oh, I see. And right, then. You know, we've tried doing Black Friday in Canada, but, like, yo, it's Boxing Day. It's Boxing Day. Although it's now Boxing Week. All right, then. Which we are currently in our second week of. Oscar, who are you going to box? I can't say for legal reasons. All right, fair. I do... I did bring up uh, Sonic 06 because I, I do need to share with you m- yeah, my John, shame. Y- you have you did something over the new year, Oscar. I I need to admit to something here publicly for everyone. I, I, I'm not I'm not condoning this. I am in fact pretty embarrassed by this, but I, I am putting this out there as a public statement. Um, so as we all know, I am a I am a recovering. Sonic 06 addict. I have played a lot of this video game in the past, and and you know, with all everything going on with you, I was just like, oh, I could, I could get back into this. I could do this, and I, I was riding, I was riding that high, something fierce. I, you know, look, I went from, I've basically gotten all the silver medals as silver and shadow. I've gotten all S ranks on every shadow level except one. I've even beaten hard mode on a couple shadow levels, but you know, I, I just, I forgot that, you know, it's been a while. Like your tolerance level just isn't the same as it used to be. Like you run the risk of like overdosing. And I, I, I came close to the precipice on ODing on 
Sonic 06, this horrible game. Uh, I, I, so I've, I've safely cut back. I'm now decided I'm not just going to mainline this game. I'm going to, you know, you know, I'm going to continue to get this rush once in a while, but also balance it out with, you know, good games like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm now playing and other things like that. But I just want to put it out there to everybody out there, you know, Sonic 06 is not a toy. It is very dangerous and it can and will kill you. So be safe out there. Thank you for those wise words, John. <laughs> Fair health. Uh, no, the, uh, the, the video game, I, I, on New Year's Eve, I, I have a tradition of playing. I, I find that I've, I've realized that every year I have played through a game that I meant to play the year before and I wind up beating it on New Year's Day. Like a few years ago, this this whole thing started with when I just played all of Super Hot on New Year's Day at my friend's house because I was awake before everybody else. And as and then slowly as the people are waking up, they were fascinated by what Super Hot was and got into the story. It's the most innovative shooter I've played in years. Super Hot's so fucking good. Uh, I was hoping to do the same thing this year with Baba Is You. Oh yeah, I still haven't played that. That game's really good, and I did not beat it in one go because that game's really hard. Hooray! The, the reason I started playing that game is because the game I planned to play on New Year's Day uh, stopped working. <laughs> that is, of course, <laughs> WWE 2K20. An excellent, well-designed game made by competent people who all now definitely still work at <laughs> visual concepts. I wanted to play because they, they added a new tower with a new character to unlock. Oh, great. Who is it? New Year's Ricochet. Wh- what? <laughs> it's New is Year's- he dressed up like a baby? No, that would have been good. This is just Ricochet with a little bit of face paint and, like, a gold jacket. <laughs> what? I have no idea why this is New Year's Ricochet. I but, hate this. But uh, I was unable to unlock New Year's Ricochet because WWE 2K20 suffers from the Y2K virus. Hooray! In that literally as soon as the year changed to 2020, the game crashed because the game was not programmed to work this year for some reason. What a cool game this is. What a great company that made this. <laughs> this is this is Jericho's this is Jericho's way of winning the, the winning the Wednesday Night Wars. It's the Y2J virus. <laughs> it's, it's all also on the heels of them doing that weird thing where like when you play, like, when you sign the EULA for 2K20, like, you sign something that you can't ever fucking play 2K19 again or some shit? I have no idea. I don't read that shit. <laughs> that sounds like it's in there. <laughs> Pretty good, right? 
Oh, God. Also, the two, the DLC, the, the Mad Max DLC sucks. Yeah, it sounds like it sucks. They, do they didn't even s- do a Morton Samoa Joe. What the po- What's the point? No, Samoa Joe's the overlord, which means he dresses like he's in the Ascension. <laughs> Please, the Awakening. This and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins has his WrestleMania 33 entrance with the torch. Sure, okay. Baron Corbin has two different entrances. Are any of them his new entrance, where he's being carried to the ring by like the serfs? No, one of them Fuck is that. almost the same as his old entrance. The other one is his entrance where he runs with a metal pipe. What? It's Mad Max, yo! This is Corbin the Gatekeeper. I hate this. <laughs> this, is, this is not the podcast for me to talk about 2K20, although I think once all the DLC is out, I am going to do another story time podcast where I go through the storylines of all these DLCs. Sure, okay, we'll do that. But yeah, if, if people I, hate much those as... Mortal Kombat episodes, they're really going to hate these ones. Maybe we'll make the, them pay for the pro- privilege of these episodes. No, I need as many people to have to hear that as possible. Okay, that could be a Secret Friday episode or something. Yeah. Point being. As much as this is definitely the show for complete and utter bullshit, because we're just putting this out out of nowhere and and fuck all of you, enjoy. Uh, This is also the show where, as we previously discussed, two idiots run down New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 14. We have the card here in front of us, and we're going to talk about the matches, the 20 matches on this fucking card over two days. To be fair, four of these matches are not on the show? Yeah, but also, well, I think only one of them is not technically on the show. Do pre-show matches, I'm not sure, like, are pre-show matches the same way as WWE pre-show matches where it's like, oh, this is where we're going to put our world championship that's that's not held by Brock Lesnar? I mean, yeah, yes. Okay. That's kind of what they're doing on the second night with the the never open weight six man tag. Alright. So, yeah. You wanna talk about this fucking shit? Yeah, let's let's get into it. And I think a lot of I'm looking at a lot of these names here and a lot of these names I, I recognize more names than I thought I would. That's good. But um there's some people here I have no idea about, and you're going to have to kind of educate me. Well, I will do my best here. So let's get right on into it here. Our first match on night one, which is happening on Saturday, I believe. Uh, yeah, Saturday the 4th. Yep, January 4th. You know, it's traditionally it happens on uh, the 4th or, you know, whatever night the, the, the Sunday is. Uh, but... 
here we have the first match. Oh my god, they're having a stardom match. Hey. So hey, remember how uh, Bushi Road, the parent company of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, also bought uh, Stardom, the most uh, prominent uh, women's uh, Japanese wrestling league? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And now they're actually, you know, even though they said that there wasn't going to be any crossover here, they're actually, for the first time ever, putting a women's match on a fucking Wrestle Kingdom card. I'm going to be really excited to watch this match. Aren't you, Oscar? Well, too bad it's a dark match and no one outside of the stadium is going to get to see it. Ah. Isn't this cool? Real cool, New Japan. Mayu Iwatani and Arisa Hoshiki versus Julia and Hanakimura. I have heard of Mayu Iwatani. Yeah, she is uh, excellent, and she used to be the uh, the Stardom champion. I remember, like, she was around the same time as like Io and Kyrie, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. And the three of them are often considered like the best wrestlers in the world. I think was she in Ring of Honor. I feel yeah, like she I, was. She was the women of uh, women of honor champion. She, in fact, uh, lost the title to a Kelly Klein at the uh, at the G One Supercard that uh, Owen Trace and I were at. Ah, was that match any good? No. Was it better than the rest of the G One Supercard on the Ring of Honor side? No. I, it's Kelly Klein's not great. I'm gonna be honest. Mm, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, the stuff I've seen of my Iwatani was pretty cool. Yeah, Mayu's awesome. Uh, she's great. I, she's my pick because I don't know. I, I honestly don't know anyone else in this match, so I'm just picking the one person that I know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. This match isn't going to air, and I don't think New Japan cares about it. I mean, they definitely don't. They're doing it just to say that they they can, just because they can, just to say that they did. They have two fucking nights. They have two fucking nights. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Zack Sabre Jr. Does he need two fucking matches on this show? I mean, he is the British heavyweight champion. I guess. Is there no one else in Suzuki Goon that could take his spot? I don't know. Uh, here, I'm looking at this card. Uh, I am not. Yeah, hold on a second here. I am not seeing Tai Chi. Tai Chi is on Team Suzuki Goon. Oh, yep. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. He's on night two. Fine. He's on night one, too. He's in the... He's in the Los Ingo Benobals versus Suzuki Gun match. Oh, he is. Shit. You're right. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. 
this is really great content. Let's talk about the rest of the show. All right, first up in the pre-show, we got Great Bash Heel, the team of Tonaki Homa and Togi Makabe, Yuya Uema and Yoda Tsuji versus Toa Hinade, Alex Coughlin, Clark Connors, and Carl Fredericks. I know who none of these people are. So, it's basically uh, Great Bash Heel who are, do you know who, have you ever seen Honma? No. Honma's great. He is a, he's basically a comedy wrestler at this point. Uh, his whole thing is he has like a really weird fucked up voice. So it's, he talks like this basically. Okay. Uh, he has a really cool fucked up weird deep voice. And, uh, his whole thing is he goes up to the top rope to drop a headbutt on you and he never hits a headbutt. Sure. That sounds like a great way to have a long career. He's yeah, he's he's fun and stupid and we like him. Uh Toki Makabe, he is also uh a longtime wrestler there who is great and cool. Alright. They're yeah, they're basically like two of like the older guys that kind of just like show up to do uh like weird tag stuff or, or comedy stuff. They're like they they're kind of in the same uh they're kind of in the same lane as like a Toriano. Alright. I'm gonna I'm going to level with you. The stuff I've seen of Toriyanu, I don't know if I'm into it. That's fucked up. But we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, and then Yuya Uemura and uh, Yoda Tsuji, I don't know anything about them. I will... I'm going to give them this match just because they're the only one... They're the only team where all the members have a Wikipedia page. The, the other team is basically... Uh, they're basically all, if I remember correctly... Um, young lions. Yeah, they're all the young lions uh, currently in uh, in America. Ah, they're definitely losing. Yeah, pretty much. Young lions banded together, gonna get their asses kicked because that's what young lions do. They get their asses kicked. John Moxley can't adopt them all. If only he could, though. Or can he? I wonder how Shooter's doing in his excursion. Um. And then, I think this other match, just looking at the card, it's the only other match where I'm not familiar with anyone. Uh, this Tenkozi versus Yuji Nagata and uh, Manabu Nakanishi. Yeah, honestly, I don't really know. Uh, you know, I I know Tenzan, like, just because he's been around forever, you know, ditto uh, Satoshi Kojima uh, and Yuji Nagata. But, like, honestly, I don't really know. I, I couldn't really tell you a lot about their work. Again, I'd like to believe that Tenkozi is going to win because they are an established, they seem like they're more of an established team based on the fact that the team actually has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> But again, yo, I don't know. It's true. Yeah, but it's, you know, again, this is another team that's like, uh, you know, a bunch of old timers just having a little match. Hype up the crowd. That's, that's nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of old timers, though, we there got is the... A, there is a name in here that I did not know was still wrestling. Well, let's get right on into it. 
the opening match for night one. An eight-man tag team match between Jushin Thunder Liger, Tatsumi Fujinami, the great Sasuke, and Tiger Mask, accompanied by El Samurai, versus Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Otani, Tatsuhiro Takaiwa, and Ryusuke Taguchi. I cannot believe Fujinami is still wrestling. I know, right? Like, is he still actively wrestling, or...? Not really. Like, he kind of just, you know... This this is basically just going to be him doing, like, a spot or two. All right. Hmm. So, it's like that WrestleMania match with Piper, Snooka, and uh, Steamboat versus Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, honestly, the truth is, like, most of the people on, on Liger's team don't really wrestle all that much anymore. Yeah, I'm looking at the ages of these people. Tiger Mask is actually younger than I thought he was. Yeah, Tiger Mask, it's it's basically, I feel like this. a lot of this is just going to be like Liger and, and Tiger Mask like doing the actual wrestling with maybe, you know, Fujinami and Sasuke showing up to do like a spot or two. Yeah. I know it's, so this is like Liger's retirement, basically. Yep, this is one of uh, Liger's two retirement matches. Is the culture in Japan still go out on your back, or is Liger likely to win this? I think Liger's going to win this one. I also, like, I I genuinely believe, probably, that, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll get to the night two one when we get to the night two one. Uh, but I I think that this is just like a fun little like here's a bunch of goofy legend here's a bunch of legends and then here's a bunch of other legends uh, from different places and also Taguchi because why not? Yeah, sure. Taguchi's great. I I love Funky Weapon. There's an awesome match between him and Kenny Omega. No, look, this this seems like it's fun and probably won't be that long. Yeah, it'll it's going to be fun and probably not a lot of, you know, serious action here. Yeah. Because it's just, hey, look at Liger and his friends. Um, this is this is going to be a celebration of Liger and his legacy, and, and it's why I believe he's going to win it handily. Yeah, Liger will get to pin Taguchi. All right, I'll, I'll take your word on that one. I mean, Taguchi is the only one on that team that is like really an active New Japan wrestler. I mean, wouldn't it make more... I mean, I'm not here to get into New Japan booking. I don't know enough about their shit to be able to say if it's right that he eats the pin or not. Taguchi's basically a, a legend in his own self, and he's the coach now. Ah. Okay. Taguchi, like, Taguchi's fine. Like, he's he's getting older also. Like, it's fine. It's not going to hurt him. Fair enough. Taguchi's legend kind of is what it is. Like he has a he has a ceiling because he's a junior heavyweight. 
I thought the junior heavyweight championship was just as important as the heavyweight championship, and that's why <laughs> that's why he should be the best wrestler of the year. That's that's funny. That's that's really funny. Like that someone would believe that New Japan actually thinks that the junior heavyweight championship is anywhere near as important as the heavyweight championship. <laughs> If that was the case, one could argue that fucking uh, our boy Kushida wouldn't be in NXT. I mean, I mean, look, he has the power of time travel. Why can't he be in both companies at the same time? WWE's lawyers know how to break the space-time continuum. Why do you think that they've been able to d- defy a union for so long? <laughs> Wow, I I can't believe WWE went back in time and destroyed all the fire exits. (laughs) (laughs) Los Ingo Bernales de Japón. The team of Evil, Sonata, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi versus Suzuki Goon, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., and El Desperado in an eight-man tag team match. I am into all of these people. I like them all too. I'm, I'm. When is if when is WWE gonna buy New Japan so that I can finally get my dumb Suzuki Goon Bullet Club tag team known as Guns and Bullets? Oscar, how many of these people do you think Murder Grandpa is going to kill? This- Wait, which? Oh, uh, Suzuki. Sorry, Obviously I was thinking Suzuki. Sorry, I was still thinking WWE, and I'm like, I was trying to think if Vince McMahon murdered anyone <laughs> that wasn't Jimmy Snuka's wife. <laughs> Not wrong, though. Um, I want to see. I want to see Minoru Suzuki. I don't know. I don't want Minoru Suzuki to kill any of the LIJ people. I like them. But also, yo, he can fucking kill Bushi. I don't care. Yeah, Bushi's fine to kill. Bushi's let me, small. Let me tell you this, though. Murder's pretty evil. I mean, I mean, look, everything is evil. See this chair? It's pretty evil. I mean, only one person, only one person in this match had his catchphrase used as a noob cyborg quote. So then I guess you're pulling for our boys in uh, LIJ. I, I mean, look, I would say that, but, you know, I can't disrespect my boy Taichi. Tai Chi is the most important wrestler of all time. It's true. I will pray to the man. Miho Abe is in the chat. Can we get a prayers up for Tai Chi here? Press F. Also, this team's got Zack Sabre Jr. And, you know, look. Our commie son. We need to protect him at all costs. Yeah, Zack Sabre Jr.'s been through enough, yo. Did you know that his real name is Lucas Eatwell? Wait. That is a British-ass shit if I ever did hear it. 
Does that mean there's no Zack Sabre Senior? I guess not. I legitimately thought his name was Zack Sabre Jr. And that his father was a man named Zack Sabre. This is blowing uh, my fucking mind. I know, it's fucked up, man. I don't know I don't know where to go from here. I feel like I've been lied to. I'm angry. LIJ can win. Zack Sabre nope. Jr. is a fucking liar. Nope, nope. Critical support for Kami son. You know, look. If, if we run ZSJ instead of Jeremy Corbyn, maybe people will vote Labor. Oh, man. I did think about that, though. Or, hey, maybe maybe ZSJ also has said stuff against Jews. Ah! David Starr supports Corbyn! I mean, look. This is what my father, who lo- who reads the Daily Mail, tells me. Tell him to stop reading Piers Morgan. <laughs> he hates Piers Morgan, but only because he's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about another eight-man tag team match. Seems like there's a bunch of these on this show. This feels like, but I mean, New Japan's always done the stable thing. They do. It's just, it's weird that it really does feel like a lot of the night one matches are kind of throwaway. Yeah, like, it feels like they're, looking at this whole card, it feels like, hey, yo, this would be a great card if you took the best matches of both of these nights and made a single night. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, do we really need two United States Championship matches? Hey, look. Juice Robinson's got to get his. He's the flamboyant. It's true. All right. Chaos. The team of Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, the Stone Pitbull, Toru Yano, and Yoshihatsuchi versus the Bullet Club. Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Kenta, and Yujiro Takahashi. I mean, I have heard that Tomohiro Ishii could be considered the best male wrestler. I mean, he was considered at one time. I hear he's better than someone like a Tommaso Ciampa. That's just a... That is a fucking <laughs> lie. Whoever told you that is out of their fucking mind. I swear to Christ. <laughs> um, again, I just... Admittedly, I don't watch much New Japan, but the stuff I've seen with Yano is just like, maybe I just don't get it. Here's Yano's character. Yano is basically Orange Cassidy, but cheating. Like, Yano's whole thing is that he will just go to the most elaborate ways to cheat and not have to fucking wrestle a match. And, like... You know, his thing of just, like, ripping off the turnbuckles and, like, yelling at you to buy his DVD and then just punching you with the dick and rolling you up. Or, like, taping you to a barricade and getting you counted out. I think you're selling me on tour, Yano. Yeah, no, Yano's awesome. Yano's whole thing is basically just elaborate ways of cheating and and trying to not get caught with cheating. All they right. call him the Master Thief for a reason. I feel like I need to watch more Yano shit then. 
Yano's cool. Hey, hey, John, like, you should watch Yano, like watch all of Yano's matches from uh, from the G one. Like none of them are longer than five minutes. Okay. Hey, John, how do you feel about Kenta? I think Kenta's cool. Because I've heard he's one of uh, the worst male wrestlers of the year. Yeah, by a bunch of petty whiners that are all like, Kenta, why isn't he as good as he was like five years ago? Uh." I'm so mad that Kenta's not like being the strongest of strong style. Uh." (laughs) Um... I'm just going to pretend like there isn't some, like, residual not liking Kenta because he's a pro-wrestling Noah guy. (laughs) Like, again, I haven't seen... I only... Again, I really only know him from his Hideo Itami shit, which was... mm, Not great. I wanted to like Hideo Itami a lot. They never really knew what to do with it, Ao Tommy. It's very true. They had Hulk Hogan <laughs> announce the signing. It's, it's a weird thing to think about. <laughs> Who attacked Hideo Tommy in the parking lot? That's the thing. We still don't know. <laughs> um. Maybe whoever attacked Hideo in the parking lot was the person that, like, made him be kind of tired in New Japan. Look, again, as I said on that podcast here, I I fully admit that, yeah, Kent's run in New Japan hasn't been the best so far. But, like, whatever, man. It's fucking Kenta. Leave him alone. What the fuck is going on with Bullet Club? Like... Have they known what to do with Bullet Club since the Elite left? No, but honestly, the problem is that they didn't really know what to do with the with the Bullet Club when the Elite was still there. Because remember, the Elite wasn't in the Bullet Club anymore. John, what the fuck is Bullet Club these days, then? My understanding is Bullet Club is just, like, kind of... It feels like everybody just kind of doing their own thing. Like, fucking, yeah, Jay White and Gato, I think, are still technically Bullet Club, but doesn't really feel like they're super involved in the Bullet Club stuff. Meanwhile, it kind of feels like, yeah, that it's just like Fale shows up here and there, that, like, Chase Owens is kind of doing his weird fucking yelling about Area 51 or whatever the fuck he's yelling about now. Is Jay still the leader of Bullet Club? I don't know. Maybe? I don't know what the fucking deal is with Bullet Club now. Bullet Club doesn't make sense to me as an entity. So wait, John, are you saying that the trio of AJ Styles... Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson might actually be the only club that matters. One could argue. How is it the WWE is booking Bullet Club the best and they're fucking booking them poorly? I don't know, man. Also, yeah, apparently Jay White is still the leader of Bullet Club. 
Is, do people... Do, is Jay White cool yet? <sighs> like, when I signed up for New Japan World, literally the first thing it showed me was just a video of Jay White doing his entrance at the last Wrestle Kingdom. And I watched it, and I'm like, this guy looks like a fucking dweeb. Yeah. Uh, hey, he's less dweeby looking now that he has a beard, but he's still pretty dweeby. For some reason, for some reason, I own a Switchblade Bullet Club shirt. Okay. I don't know why I own it, because... And I think it's because Hot Topic had a buy three, get one free thing. And I'm like, I'll I'll take this Switchblade shirt because it's the only thing you have in a 4X. As you do. That's why the the only Bullet Club shirts I own are the, the actual Bullet Club shirt, which I don't feel comfortable wearing in public anymore. For life. Yeah, but then... Every single time I've worn it, there was a mass shooting. Oh, man. And I'm just walking around. It's like, I look like a fucking nut. Oh, man. And then I own the Cody Young Bucks and fucking Jay White shirts. Well done. So, basically, for the sake of my wardrobe, I need Jay White to be cool. Well, sadly, we're not talking about that, because he's not in this match. Fair enough. But Bad Luck Fale, and he's in it, and he's definitely terrible. I've I've heard that Bad Luck Fale fucking sucks. Bad Luck Fale is old. I have heard the phrase bad match Fale thrown around. Actually, bad luck Fale isn't that old. He's only like 37. Jesus Christ. But yeah, he's he seems very broken down now. Man. Also, when did they when did they let Japanese people join Bullet Club? I thought the whole point was that there were no Japanese people in Bullet Club. There's always been, like, a, a couple. Not a lot. But, like, you know, Bone Soldier was one. Oh, yeah. Captain fucking New Japan. <laughs> Don't forget the best Bullet Club member, Stephen Amell. I forgot about... Well, I want to say I forgot about that. But then I remember that... The Hot Topic near me still has a bunch of fucking villain club shirts that went unsold. Hooray! Also, uh, Yujiro Takahashi's been in Bullet Club for, like, ever. Fair enough. Oh, shit, I'm looking at him now. He's the Tokyo Pimp. Yeah. That's right, I remember him now. Oh, yeah, the fucking, wait, of course, Kenta, he's Japanese. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, are we just are we just even talking about like people currently in it? Yeah, I'm sorry, I was just trying to think of like I just for some reason 
Yujiro Takahashi triggered my when did they let Japanese people in Bullet Club and not Kenta? Also, fucking Gato, the booker, is in Bullet Club. I forgot about that. Is Gato actually a wrestler? He was. He's semi-retired now. Now he's mostly just kind of like, uh, now he's just kind of a manager type. Like he so basically this, follows Jay White around. So this isn't like a um, like a Mr. McMahon thing. Where no. he okay. No, in character, Gato is not the Booker. Okay, Gato in character, Gato is just a member of Bullet Club who is he basically he used to be like uh, Okada's bestie and always in Okada's corner, and then he turned on Okada and joined Jay White in Bullet Club. That seems like a downgrade. I don't know. I'm just saying Jay White isn't in Tekken. (laughs) So, yeah. Any other questions about New Japan? (laughs) No, not yet. Good. Who do you think is winning this match? Chaos. Because this Bullet Club team seems fucking lame. I also think chaos because I want Yano to steal a victory. He's the master thief. All of these bullet club people, except for Kenta, maybe seem like they're fucking dweebs. And even Kenta seems like a fucking dweeb now. Yeah. You're not wrong. Anyway, let's move on to the tag team titles match for the IWGP Tag Team Championships, the Grills of Destiny, Tongaloa and Tomatonga versus Finn Juice, Juice Robinson and David Finlay. I want G.O.D. to win just because, yo, fuck the name Finn Juice. Finn Juice is a real bad name. Are Gorillas of Destiny still Ring of Honor champs? No. Okay. They are no longer the bullshit ROH champs. Yo, what if Enzo and Kaz XL jumped jumped the rails in the Tokyo Dome and they've joined New Japan? And they, they will be they will be dressed up as dolphins and sent to the cove. That's that's why no one in Ring of Honor communicated it because it was actually the New Japan part of the G1 Supercard that, that booked the Enzo and Kaz thing. God damn it! <laughs> Long term booking at its finest. I hate this. This is why this is the free version of this show and not the one that you have to pay for. Grills <laughs> <laughs> and Destiny are awesome. I just want them to yell the fuck word at Finn Juice a lot. <laughs> Owen and Trace are probably going in depth about like their actual a- analysis for the smash. <laughs> I'm talking about Enzo. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's it could be worse. You could be talking about the other person that you always talk about. Oh, you mean you mean Japanese legend, the Pegasus Kid? <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla's of Destiny are winning this. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll take that as you agree, girl, as a destiny are winning this. Yeah, if they're winning this, because fuck the name Finn Juice. David Finley. <laughs> Finn Juice is my favorite new NXT rookie. Fuck. Lance Archer versus John Moxley in a Texas death match for the IWGP United States Championship. I am fucking excited for this because after the uh, after the PWC awards we did, I checked out some Lance Archer. This guy fucking rules. Lance Archer's pretty cool. And then I learned he was on ECW on Sci-Fi. He was. No, that's the that's the thing is that like Lance Archer has been around for a long fucking time. This dude is like forty two, and now just like pulling out shit that like I'd never seen him do before, and that's crazy. Yeah, like I was super into this, or super into watching him. And John Moxley is on a fucking run. He's killing it, and it'll be really exciting to see what this match is after they couldn't, you know, do it at uh, at that show in Japan because he got sick. Or rather, uh, the, the the typhoon happened. And then... I think... I, I just don't see Moxley taking this. Just because... I don't know how much longer Moxley is gonna be in New Japan. Yeah, I, you know, I thought about it, like, it would be a really great get to get, like, you know, Moxley to do two nights, because whoever wins this goes on to face, uh, face Juice Robinson for the title on, uh, on night two, but I do agree with you that I, I think that, like, probably I'd, I'd be surprised if Moxley wins this because I, I guess my question is is he booked for dynamite on the 8th I mean I'm sure that they work around it but like you know definitely they're going to keep Moxley into some kind of consideration here considering that like he's the number one contender and pretty much booked to be going up against Jericho at a revolution yeah Um, yeah, like, I just don't know, I just don't know how much longer Mox is going to be in Japan. I'll be shocked if he does the G1 again this year. Oh, I don't think that's happening. Like, especially now that he's got to do Dynamite in between, especially now that he's got to be doing Dynamite. Because before, you know, that was obviously before Dynamite was a thing. Yeah, like, that's something he could get away with because, like, AEW hadn't, like, really started up yet. They hadn't, you know, begun to run. Now that AEW is running a show every single week, at least one show a week, and, like, you know, talking like they maybe want to do house shows, like, that that's not tenable. Unless there really is a partnership. And, yo, what if there's more AEW guys in the G1? That'd be pretty wild. Although, traditionally, it's usually just one. 
AEW versus Ring of Honor versus New Japan in the Ultimate G1 Supercard. And Hulk Hogan's here for some reason. <laughs> look, look, WWE buys New Japan, and then they rebrand Greg Hamilton into G1, and they do a storyline about how he loves Carmella, and she always makes him climax. Finn Balor is now Captain fucking New Japan. Please. It's Captain freaking New Japan. Sorry. True. It's PG now, Jake. Lance Archer's cool. He's winning. Yeah, no. Lance Archer fucking rules. Let's talk about the singles match. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, the champion, Will Ospreay. I hear he's pretty good. You might say he's like the second best male wrestler of the year. Versus Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi's cool. Yeah, I was going to ask, what is your experience with Takahashi here? Uh... He is always one of the first custom wrestlers I download in the 2K games because he has a cool look and a fun moveset. I have never actually seen him wrestle, but dude looks fucking cool. I like those pants. Let me tell you a little secret about Takahashi. He looks cool and has a cool moveset. And he has his cat, Daryl. All right. I want Takahashi to win. Tak- Takahashi's great. Also, if you don't actually know, uh, this is Takahashi's first match back after uh, basically being out in a, out for like over a year because uh, he broke his neck in a match against uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah, I remember. I remember us talking about this when we were doing most potential in the next year. Yeah, it was it was a really bad injury, and it was there was some question about if he was going to come back. And yeah, he's coming back for fucking Wrestle Kingdom. This is awesome. But I I did see so like I've seen I have in all in all seriousness the stuff I have seen like I watched um, I did see that Takahashi Ijimori match from uh, Best of Super Juniors. Mm-hmm. Which I thought fucking ruled. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I watched... Um, and I watched that match he had. Um, watched the one he had against Osprey. I, I watched the other one he had against Osprey. At um, that Dominion. Oh, Yeah. Just because someone had told me, someone someone had told me, like, yo, check this shit out. It's some good shit, pal. Like, that's, the, I, I watched, I mean, I watched that Dominion because of, um, I watched that Dominion because of the Jericho shit. And because of the, um, I believe that was the first one, the first rematch with uh, Omega Okada. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Because I watched that Wrestle Kingdom, and then I'm like, all right, Omega Okada, two out of three falls, I gotta fucking watch this. 
That match was really good. It's pretty cool. So, um, so yeah, like I've seen a couple Takahashi matches, and I've I like his look, I like his hair, I like his moveset, I like his pants, I like his jacket. I want him to win. I feel like there's no way he doesn't win this. Like, come on. It's coming back after this, like, life-threatening injury. Like, there's no way he doesn't win this. Do they... Do they have the WWE thing of, like, oh, he came back from a bad injury, so we don't want to put a title on him yet thing, or... Usually not. Okay. I I found that usually they are they are a lot less uh you know they have a lot less of that Vince weirdness. Fair enough. I think I'm just too used to that Vince weirdness. I mean, look, nobody blames you for having the Stockholm syndrome of Vince weirdness. All right, one more match here. Or actually, two more matches. Shit, fuck, this is long. Jay White versus Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. This is going to be very important for t- or the Night 2 match. Yeah, because they're doing uh, the belt unification. Or something to that effect. Who knows? I mean, what's a bigger money match? mean, you tell me. I mean, obviously, the biggest match, the biggest money match is Jay White versus Kota Ibushi. Hell yeah! You know, fuck Okada and Naito, you know. I'm all about that Kota Ibushi. I feel like this is some sarcasm towards Kota Ibushi, and I don't appreciate it. I wish I liked Kota Ibushi more. Everything I've seen of Kota Ibushi, I've thought was kind of dumb. He's the golden star. All right, not not dumb, but just like it was okay. I didn't I didn't find Kota Ibushi to be as great as everybody had made Kota Ibushi out to be. Oh man. Now, admittedly, I saw basically none of his Golden Lovers shit. I think you would definitely enjoy the Golden Lovers. Yeah, that seems like my... And also, have you seen some of his DDT stuff? No. You haven't seen him wrestle the blow-up doll? Oh, yes, I have seen that. Because he has a five-star match with a blow-up doll. Is that actually rated five stars? I mean, it is to me. Okay. I just need to make sure that Meltzer wasn't fucking doing that because you're what the fuck, Dave Meltzer. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I meant to mention this earlier, but also, like, Zach's, I remember Zack Sabre Jr. also being, my first exposure to him was in the Cruiserweight Classic. And, you know, same with Kota Ibushi. And both of them, like, they kept building it up. It's like, yo, especially fucking Zack Sabre Jr. It's like, 
Zack Sabre Jr. is the best wrestler in the world. And then I saw him and I'm like, Zack Sabre Jr. is fucking boring. They did not do a great job of contextualizing Zack Sabre Jr. admittedly. I liked Zack Sabre Jr.'s Union Jack jacket. It's pretty good. And then everything fell apart when he was in the ring. Actually, oh, but yeah, yeah, now that I'm actually thinking back to Kota Ibushi and the Cruiserweight Classic, wait, no, he fucking ruled. That match he had with Brian Kendrick was awesome. He took a fucking burning hammer, and I kind of yeah, hate I, it, but also, I, yo, he took a fucking burning hammer. I remember, I remember, I was I was thinking back, and I'm like, wait, no, that was the fucking burning hammer match. That match fucking ruled. Yeah, come and, on and, now. And then he lost to TJP. Yeah, boy, that tournament sure would have been a lot different if either Saber or Bushi signed with them. They were really counting on at least one of those happening. Remember when when Kota Ibushi was in the Dusty Classic? I don't actually. He teamed with TJP. <laughs> That, would, that sounds like a team that got knocked out in the first round. Second round. They beat Lindsay Dorado and Mustafa Ali in the first round. Weird. God, that Dusty Rose Classic that year was weird. It was also That was also the Dusty Rose Classic that had the Bollywood boys in it. I mean, at least that would make sense. And Ho-Ho Lun and... Ho-Ho Lun and Tian Bing. Oh, God. Fucking remember Ho-Ho Lun? I miss Ho-Ho Lun. Ho-Ho Lun was terrible. <laughs> but I still miss him. <laughs> All right, fair. He was just happy to be there. <laughs> Jay White, Titsy, and Naito. <laughs> I mean... Naito's all about being tranquilo. I mean, fuck Jay White. I want Naito to win. I, yeah, look, I know that this is the obvious story, but I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to go Naito. I think they're going to go Naito beating White for the title. Yeah. Which, which then dovetails into Okada versus Ibushi for the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I feel like Ibushi takes this one. Yeah, that's the thing, is I think if if Naito wins, then you have to have it be Ibushi. Because you, you have to do their fucking swan song of death. It's going to happen, right? They're going to let each other fucking kill each other in the main event of, of Wrestle Kingdom, right? I fucking I watched that Dominion match with Naito and Ibushi and I really fucking hated it isn't that spot really cool don't you just really enjoy when you see fucking Ibushi's neck bend the wrong way when he fucking lands like directly on it after a fucking suplex 
I, I know that people on Reddit joke all the time about how Ibushi's biggest feud is against his neck. But, like, I think that's why I hate watching Ibushi wrestle. Yeah, fair enough. Like, don't get me wrong. I can watch all this deathmatch shit. Because I know that the deathmatch shit is actually super super safe. I don't know if I'd go that far, but, you know. I don't know. Like, I remember Owen complaining about, um... Complaining about the, uh... Moxley-Omega match. And it's like, yeah, but, like, all those spots are actually pretty safe. They just look bad. Yeah, no, that's true. But hey, there man, isn't we're art. not. We're also not talking about like CZW light tube matches, which I fucking hate those too. Because what the fuck? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like I think that's why I don't like watching Ibushi because yo. Be, be safe. Yeah, like... It's weird, because it's one of those things that's like, I, I love Ibushi, I think he's an amazing wrestler, but it's like, remember that... Remember? Did you ever see that Joey Janela promo from around, uh, that they were doing on, like, uh, the road, to, like, one of the, the road to some things? I think it was, like, the road to Fighter Fest, uh, where they basically are interviewing Joe Janelle, and he he makes a comment about how he wants to die in the ring because then he'll live forever. Yes, I feel like Kota Ibushi actually legitimately believes that. <sighs> Am I that, wrong though? No, but also somehow that activated my connect. yeah like again it is gonna be Naito Ibushi but hey maybe Okada and Ibushi will have a really awesome match where Okada won't kill him yeah maybe but John what if you could land on your neck after taking a Rainmaker? Ibushi will somehow find a way. He'll just... <sighs> he will find some way to land directly on the top of his head, crunching his neck into a billion pieces. Like, an accor- like having it spring down like an accordion and then shoot him up into the air. I just want to say I'm real glad... That is, as far as I can think of, there has there wasn't an Ibushi AJ Styles match where Ibushi would take the Styles Clash. Jesus Christ, that would have been bad. Maybe it's for the best he didn't sign with WWE. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's for the best that a lot of people didn't sign with WWE. I don't I don't even know where to go from here. God, imagine Zack Sabre Jr. Yo, what if Vince 
signs Zack Sabre Jr. and then makes him cut Trump pro-Trump promos as a way to just get back at him. You know what that would be, Oscar? What? Such good shit, pal. Or or they'll pair Zack Sabre Jr. with a comedy old person that they'll call, like, Ernie Flanders. I hate this. I hate this. I hate all of this. This is the end of night one. There's another fucking night of this. Oh... At least most of the people of this second night are people we've already talked about. Sure are, I guess. All right, let's let's start with the pre-show match of the most violent players, uh, Togi Makabe and Toriano, and uh, Ryusuke Takaguchi. Uh, these are the champions. Versus Chaos, Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Robbie Eagles. Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, and Yujiro Takahashi, and LIJ, Evil, Sh- Evil Shingo Takagi Ibushi, and Suzuki Goon, Taichi El Desperado, and Yoshidobu Kanemaru for the Never Openweight Six Man Tag Team Championships. This is a gauntlet match, by the way. John, I have a question. What's that? Are the most violent players in Ryusuke Taguchi in chaos? Because Toriyanu's in chaos. Nope. Toriyanu's in chaos, but Why the other is Toriyanu allowed to be in both groups? I mean, chaos is just like kind of an affiliate, is, you know, his main affiliated group. Like, the most violent players is just a tag team. Okay. Is is this a story that 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 Toriano is fighting chaos? So there was a whole thing basically where uh, their Great Bash heel was like a big stable was like a big stable in there, uh, and then a bunch of them broke off and formed chaos as a heel team, and now kind of chaos and is is face. And Great Bash Heel isn't really much of a team anymore because it's just Makabe and Honma. I'm so confused. Hmm? I'm confused by this whole dynamic. Don't worry about it. Okay. That's what you need to know is don't worry about it. Fair enough. Um... Then I won't worry about it. But. Yano is a belt. That's all you need to care about. Alright. I don't think Yano's gonna keep that belt, though. I mean, yo, give it to my boy Tai Chi. Our boy Tai Chi. Yeah. Tai Chi's gonna probably have an unfair advantage here if if they're really gonna be last. So, fuck yeah, give it to Tai Chi. Pray for the man. Press F. Jushin, Thunder Liger, and Naoki Sano versus Ryu Lee and Hiromu Takahashi in a tag team match that is also our boy Jushin Liger's retirement match. I'm going to say Takahashi. 
Takahashi and Ryu Lee win because go out on your back. I think Liger's going to win, but I, that I agree with you in principle there. But I do think that you know Liger's going to win. Also, boy, kind of weird that Ryu Lee and Takahashi are teaming up after you know that whole thing. Again, this this whole thing about. Uh, or, or what's the whole thing with Riley and Takahashi? Riley is the one that accidentally broke Takahashi's neck. Uh, Which, hey, I mean, it was an accident. So, you know, still, I'd feel a little weird. It's Takahashi's way of saying that he forgives Riley. Please cheer him. <laughs> All right, then. Oscar. Yeah. Next, we got Bullet Club, Taji Shimori, and El Fantasmo versus Rapongi 3K, Show and Yo, in a tag team match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Show has a good ass theme song. Show has a great ass theme song. Maybe the best discovery of those year end podcasts. Rapongi 3K has got a weird theme song. Rocky Romero raps it. Alright, I'm all in on this team. Rapongi 3K are pretty fun. And yo again, fuck the Bullet Club. I kind of like El Phantasmo. But also, yeah, fuck the Bullet Club. I, I don't like El Phantasmo... Because I keep seeing him abbreviated as LP, and I keep thinking they're talking about the good LP. Yeah, I agree with you there. Either go all in on it and have a member of the Bullet Club called Killer Mike, or hell, get the actual Killer Mike because... Hey, just can just tell him it's a gun club and it's an NRA thing. Here's the problem with this. I feel like to do that, you would have to add Michael Richards to the group, but I really want Michael Richards to go full on with his name and just do a Cosmo Kramer gimmick. <laughs> Is there actually a dude named Michael Richards? Yes. Is he the guy that Nathan Fielder got to change his name to leave that tip? I don't believe so, no. God, I should watch Nathan for you again. Yeah, we should, I should definitely watch Nathan for you again. That show's amazing. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Sonata for the British Heavyweight Championship. That's the Rev Pro belt. Ah. It's Akami's son. He's fighting Sonata. Sonata beat Okada. Sonata did beat. I mean, I again. I have a cust. There's a there's a really good custom Sonata in 2K20. That's like one of the few really good looking custom wrestlers. And Tell me more about your custom Sonata. I think it's all because of the hair. That's it. That's all you have to tell me about your custom Sonata. That's all I have to tell you about my customs. It's not my custom Sonata. It's someone's custom Sonata. 
that I downloaded because hey, it looks pretty good. Something tells me that Zack Sabre Jr. is not going to lose this title. I mean, he's British, and it's the British Heavyweight Championship. I mean, he did lose the title to uh, to Tanahashi. Well, I mean, look, Tanahashi, he's the ace. Tanahashi is... Tanahashi can be honorary British... And also, he then, like, almost immediately took the title back from Tanahashi. Yeah. Anyway, the Red Sun is winning. Communism forever and ever for a thousand days. Fuck Boris Johnson. Fuck Rev Pro, though. Yeah. But fuck Boris Johnson. Yeah, fuck Boris Johnson. Oscar. It's time to discuss the IWGP United States Championship match in which a person to be determined will face Juice Robinson and I believe we have both already determined that's going to be Lance Archer. I still think Juice Robinson is going to lose. You think so? Yeah. Or is the IWGP United States Championship like the WWE 24-7 Championship and Juice Robinson is their R-Truth? He's kind of their R-Truth, yeah. Uh, like, he's the one that took it off, like, he took it off of Kenny. Uh, he took it off, of, like, Cody took it off of him. He took it back off Cody. Fucking Robinson, you know, or Moxley took it off of him. Like, it seemed like the story was he was going to take it off of Moxley, but then Larcher, Archer got it. So I could see it going back to him. John, what's the point of the IWGP United States Championship? It was, I feel like the point of the United States Championship was it was a title they gave to Omega when they were try when they were really trying to make, you know, begin the United States push in earnest and wanted Omega to have a title when there was no room for him to have either the Intercontinental or the, the heavyweight championship at the time. Is there still a point to this belt? I don't think so. So it's like the it's like the other United States Championship. Honestly, it kind of feels like the never open weight championship. Like I don't really understand what the point of that belt is other than just like, hey, here's a belt that sometimes Ishii or Taichi can hold. I'm surprised to find out just how many titles there are in New Japan. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking titles. There's, yeah, like, because there's the two titles. There's, you know, the junior heavyweight titles where they have that and the tag team. There's the heavyweight titles and there's the heavyweight tag team titles. Then there's the Intercontinental title. Then there's the United States title. Then there's the Never title. Then there's the Never, like, trios title. You know, the six-man one. New Japan has way too many fucking belts. Yeah, yeah, New Japan has fucking a lot of belts. I did not realize how many belts there were. Yeah, there are a ton of fucking belts, and spoilers, only one of them matters. Maybe two if you're lucky. Yeah, but those two are going to become one. When two become one, baby. It's the Spice Girls Wrestle Kingdom. 
Lance Archer's winning. Yeah, Lance Archer's winning. Yeah, Lance Archer's winning. Everybody dies, and I guess that includes Juice Robinson. Sorry, Mr. Flamboyant. Kenta versus Hiroki Goto for the Never Openweight Championship. So, fun fact, in case you didn't know, Never was at one point their NXT. And then they fucking killed it. And now the Never Openweight Championship is just, I don't know, I guess anyone can hold this title? I'm looking up why it is called Never and this this fucking acronym... This is the most backronym bullshit I've ever seen. What? New Blood Evolution Valiantly Eternal and Radical? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it, does this mean that Kenta's part of the New Blood? Kenta is good friends with Vince Russo, it's true. Is Hiroki Goto going to follow the script? <laughs> Fuck! I hate it! Um, I don't know. Are they high on Hiroki Goto? No, I don't think so. Hiroki Goto, I think, is just like kind of a, he's just like, his place is he's a good hand. All right. Is that what the Never Belt's for at this point? Kind of. I don't, honestly, I don't really know what the Never Belt. Never belts for again, like I said, it's yeah, I guess so. It's the belt that so fucking Ishii and, and Taichi can have belts sometimes. I have no idea. Like, I feel like is this match gonna be good? I don't know. Like, Goto, here's the thing. Goto is, like, is a very good wrestler. Like, he's he's getting older, and he's also, like, he's kind of always, like, you know, like, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Like, you know, he's gotten, he's got, like, a bunch of big fucking things. Like, you know, he's he won the G1 Climax. Like, he's won the New Japan Cup. He's won the World Tag League. He's held the Intercontinental Championship. He's been, you know, Tag Team Championship, Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion, and, like, never Openweight Champion a bunch. But, like... He's never held the big title, and he probably never will. All right. So I could see Goto getting the belt here because, like, he's a popular person that people like, and people don't like Kenta, and that would be, like, you know, that would be a good, like, little victory for him. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would really matter. But, yeah, I think I've just talked myself into it. He's going to beat Kenta. I, I'm I'm willing to follow that. All right. Okada's well, going to be Jay White. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's what we're getting into next. So yeah, then we have the follow-up match for uh, whatever happens with uh, with night one. The losers, who we both think are going to be Okada and uh, and Jay White facing each other again. Okada's gonna Okada's gonna beat Jay White. I mean what if Okada loses to Jay White again? I mean 
yeah, sure, whatever. Jay White's not going to start his own company. Make him the top Ford guy. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that Jay White wins after some Gato interference. What if Jay White forms his own wrestling company? All knife pervert wrestling. <laughs> it's all all switch wrestling. The kinkiest of all the wrestling. Don't kink shame him. He loves his mom. <laughs> Wait, Hiroshi Tanahashi Jay, versus Jay White is Buff Bagwell. Yes. <laughs> Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Chris Jericho. If Tanahashi wins, he will receive a match for Jericho's AEW World Championship. Jericho's going to win this because, yo, that's not going to happen. Hear me out here. Tanahashi wins. I mean, I'm hearing you. Tanahashi wins, and then mysterious, mysteriously they reverse Kenny Omega him, and he's not allowed to leave Japan. No. Tanahashi wins, gets his title match on the Jericho Cruise. Uh... No, they can't, because that, that, oh god, it's not going to be fucking televised, I bet. Yep. Oh. Tanahashi gets an AEW title shot on Talk is Jericho. <laughs> he has to fight <laughs> he has to fight Donald Trump Jr. and uh, <laughs> the fucking uh, ghost guy in a fatal four way. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. is just gonna just gonna hit him with his V with his special move, the V triggered. God damn it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate me too, don't worry. Ace is winning this. I feel like yeah, I feel like Ace is winning this. They don't have a concrete plan for how that AEW tag world tag. Uh, you know, world championship match is going to happen and something tells me somehow it just kind of won't happen. You know, in the same way that, like, all those people were supposed to get matches against fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Juice Robinson for beating him at the, uh, at the G1 and then, whoops, none of them get matches because instead Juice just loses to Cody. No. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I, I now that once you said the Jericho Cruise, I realized, oh right, they're just gonna have this be like a non televised thing, and they're not actually working together. Yeah, I don't think that they're actually working together. Like, I, I, I want to believe that like they're trying to figure out and maybe do something, but I feel like it's probably just gonna be something that happens on a non televised thing. Hey, maybe it'll be like when. Uh... Maybe it'll be like when, um, Taz, or, um, what's his name, Mike, was it Mike Awesome that fought Triple H for the ECW Championship on, on WWF? Because Mike oh, Awesome. God, right. What a weird thing that was. 
Maybe they'll have the match. Maybe they'll have the match on an episode of Raw. <laughs> and finally, Oscar, the Bordello of Blood, the double gold dash match for both the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and IWGP Intercontinental Championship, which we have decided will, of course, be Kota Ibuchi versus Tetsuya Naito. Whoever wins, whoever wins, I think we all lose. Whoever wins, I... I genuinely believe that both men are going to die in the ring on this night. Um, but in all seriousness, um, I think we weren't being serious, regardless of, uh, whoever wins between Okada and Ibushi. I think whoever is going in as IWGP heavyweight champion is going out as IWGP heavyweight champion. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think that, and I, I do definitely think that this is Ibushi's night to, like, really, you know, to really crown himself here. Well, I, I mean, because this is the first Wrestle Kingdom after Ibushi fully committed himself to New Japan, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, you know, I think they're going to reward that. I do just wonder if it's too late, you know? Ibushi's going to win... And he's going to announce that they're adding six more years onto Kenny Omega's Japan ban. Oh, man! (laughs) Oh, boy. Is this the part where we talk about our our theories and why he's banned from Japan? Oh, you mean the fact that the mysterious group that just suddenly donated a bunch of money to save New Japan, like, 15 years ago now has a problem with the guy that they perceive as having wronged him. Jesus Christ. What is this show? What have we done? (laughs) What I'm saying is that someone in the Yakuza loved Kenny Omega. And his name is Kota Ibushi. Now that's a real golden star. <laughs> golden star. Oscar! Thrones. John! Are you excited to watch both nights of Wrestle Kingdom? I actually honestly, am. I feel like I might have talked myself out of it after this show. I'm kind I, I'm. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Like, it's going to be the first time I'm actually going to be able to watch a Wrestle Kingdom live. And I'm kind of pumped for it. Yeah, look at you paying your 999 yen or whatever the equivalent is in Canadian dollars. Would that be like, what, $80? It's uh, 11 Canadian dollars. Damn, you get ripped off. Are we getting ripped off? Actually, I guess guess the conversion rate's going to be the same regardless of what country. It's like 971 for me. I just know that my... I just know that my... um, 
my email was very confused when all of a sudden I just start, I just received like five emails in a row, all in Japanese, just with a link on it to click. With the subject, your payment has been received. Yep. I When I first signed up for it, I did get a call from my bank being like, hey, you got billed in Japan for something <laughs> called New Japan World? Yeah. My bank doesn't call me. My bank calls me to ask, hey, it's been a couple months since you've paid your credit card. Are you going to pay that? And then I remind them, I have negative $94 in my bank account. What the fuck do you think? Well, Oscar, what can the people out there do to alleviate your bank account issues? PayPal me. Oh, I thought this is the part where you're going to promote the the Patreon at patreon.cool. No, send me money on PayPal. Is that also at Osaga the Great? Uh, EIG.1966 at yahoo.ca. Send me money on (laughs) PayPal. (laughs) That's my real email address. Pay the man. Please send me money. I'm broke as shit. Where else can they find you other than a a segment that just got really sad? (laughs) Uh, You can (laughs) can find me. I'm not editing any of this, by the way. This is all staying in. You can find me on Twitter at Osang the Great, Instagram at Osang the Great, twitch.tv slash Osang the Great. If you hated this, email me at eng.1966 at yahoo.ca. That's again my real email address. Again, though, if you're going to do that, you need to send him some money on PayPal. That's the only way that he will read your complaint. <laughs> Send the complaint in the uh, mess in the, uh, in the in the in the money message, so that I know what the money's for. <laughs> I've been your host, John Garesky Maxwell. If you want to like find me for some fucking reason. I don't know why you would after this terrible thing we just did, but hey, you can find me on Twitter at I am John GM on Instagram at I am John GM on Twitch at twitch.tv slash video underscore shames. Oh, and of course, over at pro wrestling dot cool. Hey, John. Yeah, Oscar. We said where you can pay me. Where can we pay you? <laughs> I wasn't even going to do it because I just kind of feel bad because I don't actually need money. I just think it would be really funny if people gave me money. But, hey, if you really want to, like, put your money to a bad cause, seriously, give it to Oscar. But, like, hey, if you really want to put it to a bad cause, Venmo and I am John. 
my last paycheck before Christmas was $84 because I had surgery and the company said that they weren't going to pay me for the two weeks I missed because I had, because I voluntarily chose to have surgery on my foot that was super infected and could have been septic. Jesus Christ. Love capitalism. Save us, Zack Sabre Jr. (laughs) If you want to hear people that actually know who the fuck, like, (laughs) most of the wrestlers in this are, I don't know, go to Patreon.cool, give us $5 or something, you can listen to Owen and Trace do that. Are we going to review this? I think we're going to review this. Well, get excited for that podcast if we do it. (laughs) Until then, this has been Two Idiots Tell You About New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 14. Ostensibly. I'm an idiot. That's been another idiot. Until next time, y'all come back now, you hear? Captain fucking New Japan, get the fuck out of here. This podcast was brought to you by the Zonecast Network, executive produced by Owen Douglas. Visit zonecast.com for more shows. 